You are listening to the Renovation Student Ministry Podcast. For more information on RSN, visit us online at therenovation.church. Today's message is presented by our student pastor, Gabe Pecoraro. We're starting a new series and we are going to be going chapter by chapter, verse by verse through the wonderful, incredible God. But I'm so excited to do this. And the reason that we want to do this is really twofold. First part is we need to recognize fundamentally, without a doubt, that we have to understand who Jesus was, who Jesus is, and who we are because of what Jesus has done. We have to recognize that because as Christians, the thing that separates us from every single other religion in the world is the fact that Jesus is not just a good person. He's not just a prophet. Jesus is God. Jesus is the son of God and Jesus came and is our savior. And so as we journey through the book of John, we're gonna look at Jesus's life, look at what he taught, look at the things that he did for us, and we are going to get that truth right, okay? And the next reason I think is massive, because as, a, as cool as it is that we can come together on Wednesday nights, your walk and your following Jesus should not only be on Wednesday nights. And one of the most, the biggest parts of following Jesus is reading the Bible. And so what I wanna be able to do as we are walking through the book of John is to do my best to equip you guys with ways to actually study what the Bible says and also with ways to be able to make sense of things that may be confusing. If you come up on a passage and you're reading it and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't understand what any of these words mean. I don't understand why somebody would be named Ehud or why somebody would be named Jehoshaphat or whatever, I just don't get it. I wanna be able to equip you guys with things that you can go to with your questions to try and find answers. And so there's two parts to this series. We need to know who Jesus is, we need to know what Jesus has done, and we need to know who we are because of Jesus. The second part, we need to know how to read the Bible, okay? Maybe longer, but here's the cool thing about the book of John and any of the books of the Bible. As we read through it, I guarantee you it's going to be the least boring thing that we have done in a long time because there are some seriously wild stories in the book of John and in all the gospels. So it is gonna be crazy. And what's this word gospel mean? Well, a gospel is an announcement of good news. And in the Bible, it's referring to the greatest news ever the news of Jesus Christ, him coming down to earth, him living a perfect life, and him dying for us, okay? And so as we go through this series, we're going to study the good news of Jesus and John's account of it, all right? So let's pray before we get moving into tonight, all right? Let's bow our heads. Lord, I thank you for this night. I pray that you would speak through me and that you would use this time to challenge our hearts, to encourage us, and to teach us. And this is what they said. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So, in classical music, you would probably call these first five verses an overture. 
in literature, in reading a book, it'd be the prelude, right? In a movie, it would be the trailer. Basically, these first five verses are giving us the picture of what the rest of the book of John is gonna be about. It's giving us this preview of what is to come. And so I feel like we need to do a good job in getting what these five verses have to say so that when we read the rest of the book, we understand what's happening. John 1, verses one through two. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. So those very first three words, in the beginning. Does that sound familiar to anybody? To another Bible passage maybe? Genesis, Genesis, right? Genesis one, right? In the beginning, what? What does it say? God created the heavens and the earth, right? Exactly. But here's what he differentiates, John differentiates. He makes this illusion, this, hey, remember Genesis. But what's different is Genesis says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. John says, in the beginning was the word. So in the beginning, the word was. Meaning before the beginning, the word was. The word on a topic that we're never, ever, ever gonna be able to understand on this side of eternity, okay? So if you know me and you know that I work in this office, you also know that I probably have about seven billion mints in my pocket at, the, at a time. I, you can ask Miss Renee, you can ask Miss Marty. Actually, Miss Marty presented me with a present this week. She came into my office and she put my own mint bowl on my desk full of mints. So I had probably about 20 of these in my pocket 30 minutes ago. I have two now. Anyways, anyways. So this mint exists right now, right? When I put this mint in my mouth and enjoy it, eventually it's gonna be gone, right? But this mint does exist, right? What existed before this mint? Together sugar, alcohol, and mint flavoring and whatever else goes into this mint, right? There was a mint factory. And before the mint factory, what was there? There was, yeah, there was, there was some sort of supplies to put the mint factory together, right? And before the supplies to put the mint factory together, those supplies existed somewhere, right? And that somewhere came from something. And that something came from something else, right? Before you and I were born, who was alive? Our parents, right? And before our parents were born, who was alive? Our grandparents, and before our grandparents, our great-grandparents, and if you follow that all the way back to the beginning, there was something, right? What John is saying was before there were ever ingredients to make anything, before anything was there, the word where God said, let there be light, there was the word. So before any of that, was the word. And we're gonna find out later on that this word is Jesus. So, in verse one, Jesus is given this unique title, the word. And for those of you guys who don't think that words are powerful, I don't think you actually attended middle school. I'm just gonna, let's just be honest here. That is a legitimate, like words have a lot of power, okay? And when John writes this word, 
word, he uses the word logos in the Greek language, okay? And what's crazy about the word logos is it means word, but it has a much deeper meaning. You see, John was writing to both the Jewish people, the Hebrews, and he was also writing to the Greeks. He was writing in the Greek language, right? So, in Jewish culture, this word logos, Jewish rabbis often referred to God as in the beginning was the word, it made sense to the Jewish people. Okay, we're talking about God here, right? And to the Greek people, Greek philosophers, they saw Logos as the intelligent designer that puts everything together. Have you guys ever just went outside and looked around and saw something and you're, and you're looking at it and it's like, oh my Lord, this thing makes, like have y'all ever stared at a tree for more than like 35 seconds? Have y'all ever done that? And then you start like seeing things and it's like, oh my Lord, like this tree is so detailed, right? Are you ever just like, look at wood and obviously this is LVP, but if you ever like look at a real piece of wood and you like start to see that there's like pores in it and just like weirdness that's happening, or you ever see like an ant and it's like, oh my Lord, this ant is like smaller than some of my thoughts and it just like exists and has families and like, I wonder what it's like to live in an ant hill, you know? Like, have y'all ever had thoughts like that before? Those point to the fact that in the craziness, in the chaos of the earth, there had to be some sort of intelligent designer. There was actually a philosopher in Ephesus and he was a Greek philosopher and he basically always had this thought that the world is crazy, there's lots going on and he used this example. You can't step into the same river twice. So I'll break that down for you. If this ground right here is a river and the river's flowing and I put my foot in, I take it out, I put my foot back in again, it's not the same river. Why? Because the water has moved, right? The rocks have moved a little bit. And he used that to explain how the world is in this crazy motion. Everything's moving around. It, little species are moving. Things are, are, are molding together and coming apart. But what he said is that there were some intelligent designer that keeps it all from becoming chaos. And what does John say? John says, in the beginning was the word. In the beginning was Jesus. And so what we need to recognize when we read the book of John is that Jesus was, Jesus is, and Jesus will always be. You have to recognize this if we're to follow the Lord, okay? So Jesus is the word. The second thing we need to see is that all things were made through Jesus. John 1, 3 says this, through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So Jesus, he created everything and without him, nothing was made. So going back to that point, you look at an ant pile. You look at the beetle that's crawling on the ground. You look at the massive mountains. You look at the birds that have homes. You look at how animals seem to get along and then they eat each other and they just keep going and it doesn't all explode. You look at how somehow after a forest fire, the forest is able to then repopulate again and grow up again. There has to be some sort of order to this. This order comes from Jesus. 
in him all things were made, including ourselves. And this is what we need to recognize. That the greatest relationship, as we'll find out as we read John, the greatest relationship that we can ever have is created, you and I, to creator, Jesus. That's the greatest relationship that we can ever have. And he sacrificed everything for that, as we'll see as we read the book of John. So the first thing we need to see, do you guys remember? Is Jesus in the beginning. The second thing we need to see, all things are made through Jesus. And the third thing that we need to see is that Jesus is life and the light. So Jesus is life. What do I mean by that? I mean, Jesus is not just physical life. Jesus is spiritual life. Because this is what we need to understand as Christians, okay? We need to understand that we are not a physical being with a soul. We are a spiritual being with a physical body. What do I mean by that? I mean that all of our animation, all of our emotions, the things that make us us, Some of you guys are gonna be more extroverted and outgoing. Some of you guys are gonna be more introverted and you wanna stay inside all day like me and play video games and play guitar and not talk to nobody. I understand. But those things that make us us come from within. We may look a little bit different, but the things that really differentiate us are what's on the inside. Have you guys ever been to a funeral service where there's been an open casket. Yeah, it's kind of scary, right? It's kind of scary and it demonstrates this point well. Without the soul of somebody, they're lifeless, they're dead, there's no personality and it's a terrible sight. You see, it's what's on the inside that matters the most. And so Jesus not only brings us physical life, we see that he created us, but he brings us spiritual life. Because if we go back to Genesis 8 from the tree, the knowledge of good and evil, right? And what does sin do? Sin separates us from the greatest relationship that we'll ever have. Remember, created to creator. In sin, it brings death and it brings darkness. In Jesus, he is light and he is life. And so as we dive into the gospel of John, we're gonna see that we are a broken world, we are a broken people in need of a savior, in need of Jesus. And if you do not have Jesus, you are both dead in sin and in a world of darkness. And the only way to find light and to find life is through him. So that's what we're talking about as we go through the book of John. And there's some things that I just really, really, really want to, as Christians, everything goes back to what he has done for us, everything. If you have gotten that wrong, if you don't understand that, if you are confused about it, let's talk about it because that's where it begins. We have to get the cross right. We have to recognize that Jesus is one of the distinct persons of God. He's three in one, right? He's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. 
We see that in John. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. We have to recognize that. And the last thing that we need to recognize is that Jesus wasn't just a good person. He wasn't just a prophet. He wasn't just somebody who had this confused idea that if you follow him and it'll be good and then he died on the cross and it was whatever. No, Father. So I want us throughout this series to dive deeply into the life of Jesus and to learn how to study scripture while we're doing it. And there's no better place to start than in the Gospel of John, okay? So that's my challenge for you guys. So for next week, I want you guys to come prepared. We're gonna continue in John 1, starting in verse six, and we're gonna move as slow or as fast as we need to go. Thanks for listening to the Renovation Student Ministry Podcast. Find out more about following Jesus and building His kingdom at therenovation.church.